most heaven West Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains Shenandoah River Life is older Older than the trees Younger than the mountains Growing like a breeze Country roads Take me home Bless this country ass back road that led you guys straight to us. We are the Blue Lot Boys, fresh out for the Blue Collar Media Group. We've got some newbies on the call today. Uh, just Tyler and just Josh. Uh, we have a little switch up today. I am actually the host of the Blue Lot Boys. And now my favorite co-host, Just Paul, is in on the call today. How you doing, Paul? What's up, buddy? I can't wait to start this. I know. I can't believe it. It's a little bit of a role reverse here, don't you think? Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we got some new blood here in the Blue Collar Media Group. We're going to start it off with just Tyler. Tyler, give him your Twitter handle and give him a little something about you. Hey, fellas, how we doing? This is, uh, it's great to start this podcast with my brothers. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at the blue knot boys um what else we what else you want luke oh that's it buddy i mean <laughs> hey it's your first time we'll get you going here it's it's I promise you once we get past the first episode it's, re it's really not that hard to really just feel comfortable in this hey josh you want to give them your twitter handle and give them a little something about yourself uh what's going on you can follow me at uh at just joshing with you. I'm pretty sure, actually. I don't even know. <laughs> it's close enough. It's close enough. Well, we're all West Virginia born and raised gentlemen. Uh, we love our West Virginia Mountaineer football. That's kind of why we started this podcast. The Blue Lot has been the Blue Lot Boys. That's kind of the party section down there in Morgantown, West Virginia. That's where the party's at. It's where it's always been and it's always going to be. So it's a lot easier, especially with our West Virginia people. They just see Blue Law and they're like, hey, that's probably about West Virginia sports. So it really pops out to our uh, West, homeland in West Virginia here. And uh, that's kind of why we decided to go with that name for sure. So let's get head to kick off. And let's start the show. All right. So to get a little about us, we all decided to write down our funniest Morgantown story just because, first of all, we're going to take this podcast very seriously, but we're very funny funny guys here at the Blue Collar Media Group. So we want to make it feel like you're home to us for sure. So, Tyler, why don't you give them your funny Morgantown story? Because I just can't wait to hear it. All right. Well, first, I'm going to start out with my story will not be better than Luke's. Um, his will definitely top the top of all cakes. Um, before I get to my story, I just wanted to thank uh, Blue Collar Media Group uh, for letting me go on this podcast with my brothers. And 
uh, some of my friends. So first, appreciate the Blue Collar Media Group and uh, the 250 likes on Facebook in less than 12 hours. So that's an also a big shout out to those followers already. So I appreciate that. But let's set the tone. So it's 2016, West Virginia versus Baylor. There I am. We had uh, we end up winning 24-21, but just to set the scene here, this is when we get that toe-up and touch and touchdowns with Jennings. Um, and then Jenny breaks off a 40-yard touchdown, puts us ahead, and then we close it out with a strip sack, 30 seconds left, and the, the arena's just going crazy. So, of course, you know, you're just – and like any other mountaineer, you're pulling your beer out of your pocket because you snuck it in and you're just chugging brew halls with your boys in the stands, you know. Um, but outside of that, um, we're outside the arena. Of course, a lot of my friends were in frats and stuff at WVU. So we're at we're on High Street and we're standing there with three or four of my boys, minding my own business, and we're just drinking beer on the street, just like typical Morgantown heads do. And we're standing there drinking our beer. Next thing you know, I see a dumpster with three kids surfing it down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we're all standing there. Just, yeah, that's what happens here in Morgantown. Yep. Yep. Just yeah, like Baylor was ranked, wasn't they? Uh, yeah, they were ranked that year. I want to say they were like, ooh, I'd say fourth, right? What's that? Three or four, right? Uh, top 10, I know for sure. That's when they had RG3. Yep. yep. And I, I don't remember if that was the year Sean Oakman just left for the draft or might have been his last year. It was probably one of his last years. Yeah, it might have been one of his last years too. So it was, it was a, a tough Baylor game. It was real tough. Um, but, and of course, you know, as we're standing there watching the dumpster roll by, there's couches of fire in every abandoned lot in Morgantown and SWAT teams are out paintballing people and so yeah that that's my story and it's pretty funny but just wait till you get to luke so yeah I, so i mean we like to burn couches here in west virginia don't ask me why or how it really got started but now there's even designated places to burn couches so that's kind of where we're at in west virginia yeah just giving you guys a heads up so josh what what's your uh morgan hole story all right well, goes back to my 21st. Oh, boy. Spent all day boozing. Ended up spending $165 in 20 minutes ooh. at Mutt's. Oh, ooh. And I mean. don't remember spending a dime. <laughs> did you, well, did you uh, call the bank and play that card of someone hacked me? No, because I used cash. <laughs> uh, even worse. So, next morning What's... we wake up. Uh, one of my buddies had a lacrosse game. So, you know, it's Morgantown. You booze for anything. Correct. So, we're in the yard playing uh, home run derby. Well, turns out I was still drunk. And... 
I swung the bat and threw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> went uh, went to the lacrosse game. No alcohol allowed. Sure. But you know how that goes. Well, we yeah. snuck a thirty pack into a backpack. Yeah. And yeah. I got hammered again, and do not remember <laughs> the ride home. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, is it Mutt's gone? They tore down Mutt's, or they shut Mutt's? One of the. I think they shut it down. Yeah, so RIP Mutts. I mean, yeah. not, I, don't I quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's shut down. I think they shut it down. And I think it's a, um, what's that, a escape room. <laughs> oh, there wasn't a lot of people escaping from Mutts. <laughs> Josh didn't escape from Mutts. <laughs> no, I got sucked in that way too deep. Yeah, right to the vortex. So, Paul, what's your funny Morgantown story? Yeah, so uh, I'm a little bit older than these guys, but uh, my friends had an apartment uh, right next to the Blue Lot, right across the street from the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, if you guys know where that's at, I mean, it's right in Party Central. So every Saturday we used to just get hammered up in there. Um, but the funniest story was, is it was 2008. Marshall was coming to town. Uh Again, Morgantown Friday night before the game, so we used to sit on the back porch and uh, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit, and uh, watch them tow all the cars out of the blue lot from the, the hospital. Uh, and, you know, just any excuse to get drunk and, you know, fucked up. So we're getting fucked up before we're ready to go out. And this guy pulls around the side of the building with these big tanks. And he's like, hey, do you guys have any water? We thought he meant, like, a pitcher of water. No, he meant like to fill up these giant tanks. So my buddies didn't pay rent, they didn't pay any utilities. So we let this guy hook up a hose and fill up 250 gallons tanks for these expensive, like, like rich people porta pots. <laughs> But he, he, took us, he, he took us over there. He gave us hats for it. He gave us shirts to the company. Yeah, I mean these things were top of the line. I mean, I mean, yeah. if you really have to get that's that's where you want to go. Yeah, sounds like there's a ba- a bidet attached or something. I, I was just gonna say, what all does that entail? Is there water? I mean, where's is there waterfall effect or what? What's all entails of this? <laughs> I don't know, but the next week I go back down there for the next week, and there's a sign and a lock on the door that nobody's allowed to. <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect. So, so let's preface this when he's saying they're towing people out of Ruby Memorial Hospital, guys. We shut down a whole parking lot that's attached to a hospital so we can drink our asses off the entire day. And yeah, little wheeling. It is little wheeling because everybody from wheeling West by God goes right to the blue lot, and that's where it is, right there at the blue lot. And they shut down a hospital, <laughs> a regional hospital parking lot, so their fans can get shit faced all day and eventually pass out and just go to the hospital. So it's actually kind of a nice little setup, actually. It's not that bad of a thought. And if you think about it, Luke, Morgantown, that hospital, Morgantown, is probably the only hospital within 20 minutes. Um, Correct? Yeah, because the next one's in Clarksburg. Yeah. 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 So it's a bit of a chug, I would say. So 
the moment we kind of all been waiting for I'm Dun, da, da, da. is my Morgantown story. Now, let me preface this. I'm 27, 26, going to be 27. So hey, Target. I don't want no stuff from Target. I know it's I know. random. Anyway, so I'm 20. Actually, I'm 25. Going to be 26. Good lord, I don't want to be that old yet. I know. And I have never underage drank in my or in my entire life. But it happened to be on my 20th birthday. <laughs> and this is I, how we found out Luke had a yeast in, uh, yeast uh, allergy. Yeah, don't say infected. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of my friends calls me, asks me what I'm doing on a Friday night. I just turned 20, and I just bought, a, not a brand new, but brand new to me, uh, Hummer H3. Now, those that car especially is definitely not made for the streets of Morgantown. But I get it down there. I fit it into the mountain layer. I get picked up. I go to my buddies, and he tells me that I'm already three or four beers behind. So I pound three or four beers right off the bat. And if anybody really knows me, I I drink, but I don't really drink that bad until either game day or on my birthday. So it was my birthday. So, of course, I got shit hammered. So we went down to, what is that, the Dairy Mart at the bottom of the hill? I can't remember. Didn't ID me. Bought a the $20 bottle of Fireball. The, the big, the big bottle. And I drank the whole thing by myself. Now, I remember going down and my buddy said that we were going to a different house party. And I said, okay, that's fine. I was like, I don't know if I can make it there. But I said, yeah, sure, that's fine. So we had to go down these flights of stairs. We finally make it down these flights of stairs. And I swear to God, it might have only been 10 stairs, but I swear to fuck it was like 30 to me. I crawl myself down these stairs. I walk like half a mile up the road. We finally get to my other buddy's house. And I blacked out. I don't remember a thing from there. I woke up the next day. It's 3.30 in the afternoon. Now, mind you, I was out from, you know, I got down to Morgantown from like 6 p.m. And I woke up at 3 p.m. the next day, not remembering where the hell I was. I woke up. I was on a couch at some random house. No, still to this day, don't know whose house it was. I called all my friends. Of course, none of them was picking up their phones. I look at my phone. There's like 30 missed calls from mom, 30 missed calls from dad, voicemails at the yin-yang, text messages asking where I'm at. And the first one I answered, I said, I'm okay. <laughs> so I finally get one of my buddies to come pick me up. He fed me hash browns. From McDonald's, so I could stay alive. So that's about the only thing I could hold down at that point. I finally went up to the Highland Park, not Highland Park, or I don't remember what those apartments are called, but they were just built on the campus not too long ago. So he went up there. He answered the door. He's like, "Dude, where did you go last night?" I said, "Where the fuck did you go last night?" He's like, "Dude, you were partying really hard." He's like, "I couldn't find you. You were just gone." I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, it turns out. I passed out on a front lawn in Morgantown, and somebody that I knew found me and unlocked my phone, 
and actually a random girl first. She called CVS Beckham. She called my then coworker. She called my mom, pretty much saying I was dead on the front lawn in Morgantown until one of my other friends apparently said that I was completely okay. I was up and fine. I was eating bread and I was drinking water. <laughs> So I I still start piecing stuff together back at my buddy's house. And I had, I mean, I was covered in permanent marker and it just kept saying jungle, jungle, jungle. And I'm like, what the fuck does jungle mean? And my other buddy showed up and he said, dude, you puked in the fucking jungle juice last night. I said, no, I fucking did. There's no way. I was like, I don't, there wasn't any jungle juice at that party. He's like, well, there wasn't after you got there. <laughs> so I apparently peeked in the jungle juice, covered in permanent marker. Couldn't even keep down saltines and water. So my drum 20, my parents called me, asked me when I can come home. And I said, honestly, I have no idea when I'm going to be safe enough to drive home. Because from... Where you live to Morgantown, it's about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. It depends on how fast you drive. And I barely made it 30 minutes, and I had to pull over to the side of the interstate, and I just ripped and ripped a puke. I just I just had to let it out. So being the smart kid that I was, I stopped at Permani Brothers on the way home, and I grabbed my parents for their favorite sandwiches, and I came home, and nothing was ever said to me about that. Yep. So I survived. I survived that weekend. So me and Fireball really have a complicated relationship anymore. So I didn't have a stomach pump. I woke up with my keys, my wallet, my sunglasses, and my hat. It was a pretty successful night, if I do say so myself. Absolutely. So those are our stories. You know a little bit about us. Hopefully you got a, a little kick out of all of our stories. It's crazy in Morgantown, especially on game day. So uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and we're going to start with our top 25s. All righty, welcome back, guys. We are going to talk about the top 25 right now. Um, so right now, the SEC has eight top 10 teams. Alabama at three, Florida at four, Georgia at five, Auburn at seven, Texas A&M at 13, Mississippi State at 16, LSU at 20, and Tennessee at 21. Does the SEC own college football, Paul? Absolutely, they do. Um, everybody can be a hater all they want, but they produce the NFL talent. It's the big boy leagues, and it is what it is. It's a SEC world, and everybody else is loving it. Uh, Alabama, it's Alabama, and then Clemson outside of that, and then everybody else in the SEC, and then a step down. What do you think, Ty? Agreed. For the most part, I mean – I was reading a stat about uh, Alabamans and uh, Clemson uh, when the how it goes back and forth with their records and stuff. And on average, nine to fourteen players come off those squads a year to the NFL. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's a lot of turnover for sure. I mean, Nick Saban knows what he's doing though. West Virginia boy, repping, always repping. Josh, what do you think about the SEC? Hey, roll tide roll because that's hard to beat Alabama. Yeah, they're bread. I mean, there's bread to play football. But hey, LSU proved a point to the country that Alabama can be beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Alabama just runs the SEC. There's 
nothing else to talk about. They up and down dominate the SEC to the point they look like Pac-12 teams. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you ain't kidding there, bud. Um, so the ACC is coming in with five teams in the top 25. And, of course, number one, Clemson. Number five, yes, number five, Notre Dame Fighting Irish with all the COVID talk that they have right now. Talk about decimated with COVID. Rudy. Rudy was offside. Uh, Josh is Miami University. The U is back. Oh, my God. I second that. North Carolina and Pitt. So does Clemson – is it foreseeable that Clemson will play Notre Dame for the ACC title? Paul, we'll start with you. I mean, I think so. I mean, we're going to find out about uh, Miami next week uh, when they travel to Death Valley. So, um, besides that, I mean, I guess Pitt is okay. Um, but I, I don't think it really matters. Clemson is above those all those other teams by a good step. So, Josh, what's your feelings on the ACC? I don't know. I don't think Notre Dame will play Clemson. Would they play in the regular season already? Then, I mean, coming to that, if I don't want to say it, but Pitt will have a one loss to Clemson. Then, I mean, Clemson's just going to roll with it. Yeah. Unless the U, you know. Unless the U is back. Well, they ain't. So, Tyler, how do you feel on the ACC? Um, I think Clemson's number one one out of that, I mean, in my opinion. Um, Do we see Notre Dame? I mean, I think we'll find out when they go to Miami. And uh, that's my thoughts on that. All right, so the Big Ten hasn't even played a down of football yet, and they're not scheduled to even start until, what is it, October 17th, I think. think. Yeah, so they have four in the top 25. Ohio State at number six, Penn State at 10, Wisconsin at 19, and Michigan at 23. So what stands out between those four teams, Tyler? Well, I know – at this time, you're going to make it all about a high state because that's how you are. Um, but I mean, I like the I like a high state and Wisconsin. I mean, we'll see uh, what happens with Michigan because, of course, you know that game is. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I give it to high state easy. Paul, the Penn State's good. Penn State's got a lot of talent. Um, they do return a lot of defensive starters, I think, this year too. Yeah, and it, but like they're in the wrong side of the bracket. They got to be on that Wisconsin side with that garbage Big Ten that split West. that they have. Yeah. It's just terrible. Um, it's probably Ohio State, Wisconsin again this year. Yeah, Josh, what are your feelings? Ohio State's going to roll with it. I love love Penn State that program, but that East belongs to Ohio State. The West, it's Wisconsin, but we all know what Ohio State does to Wisconsin every year. Yep. Yeah, you ain't kidding. It's it's Ohio State's to lose. It's like I always say, um, Harbaugh. We're Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I ain't fucking worried about that, dude. I mean, me and John have had a bet for the last eight years now, 
and we've smoked them every year. So yeah. that maize and blues, I mean, they ain't ready for this Ohio State stuff. You know that. I knew you know that as well as I do. They ain't no threat in the Big Ten. So the Big 12, we've already had some shakeups in the Big 12. Oklahoma taking another loss at home against the Wildcats of K-State. What do you think about that loss? How does that impact the Final Four, Paul? Well, you should play the Taps music right now for the Big 12. They're not getting a team in the playoffs. It just is what it is. All these teams are pretty much garbage. I just watched Oklahoma State. They're supposed to have this juggernaut offense and, uh, you know, Heisman Trophy candidate running back look like dog shit two weeks in a row to Tulsa and WVU. So um, Oklahoma Zell puts them out. Um, Texas is definitely going to drop one. And I just don't see anybody else rising up to four, especially with the SEC all playing with each other. This year, you can guarantee there's two SEC teams in. Josh? Oklahoma's done for. Uh, Oklahoma State, I mean, we had them dead to rights. Three fumbles, couldn't recover one. But Iowa State, trash. Kansas State, experience all around. That's what that's how they beat Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, after they beat Georgia, I mean, they're still horns down. I mean, they're not back, they don't got Vince Young. <laughs> no, Sam Ellinger's just been there as long as Vince Young was. Tyler, about as long as uh, Nick Chubb at Georgia. Yeah, Tyler, what are your feelings on the Big 12? I mean, I was preparing this for. I'm going Oklahoma State all the way. And that kind of puts a uh, damper in my thoughts there. So, um, again, pretty much Oklahoma, you just flush the toilet on yourself. Um, and I don't I don't think anyone makes it out of there to come to the playoff at all. Zero. Zero chance, huh? Zero. I mean, are you talking about the whole pack of all the 12 or – I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. My bad. My bad. You're talking. We're talking Big Twelve. I know. I know. I'm, Pac-12. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. My, my bad. I'm over yeah. here. I know. I yeah. missed a lot on the script. My bad. Unreal. <laughs> well, you gotta you gotta think. What the Pac-12 doesn't play until November. Yeah. yeah. So if they take one out of out of every conference, that's your playoff right there. Yeah. If Oklahoma loses one. That might be okay because Clemson, they might end up losing one. There's a chance. So, I mean, but Clemson's still going to win the ACC. Oklahoma's probably a 95% chance to win the Big 12. So, I don't see a second SEC team making it into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what this this great segue, considering we're already talking about the talk. Pac-12, so let's fucking talk about the Big 12. Or the Pac-12. Thank you, Tyler, for making me say the Big 12. Hey, my, you know, you know. Dick. So anyway, Pac-12, they're not playing until November. They're only going to play seven games, only divisional games. So the North is playing the North, the South is playing the South. And there's only one top 25 team that the Pac-12 has, and that's the Oregon Ducks. Quack, 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 quack. Quack attack. Will the Oregon Ducks be the saving grace of the Pac-12? 
and finally squeeze a team in the final four, Paul? I don't think so. Uh, I'm going to stick to it all year. There's two SEC teams coming out in that playoff. It's the best. It's the best conference in the country. They're all going to play each other. They're all going to stay in the top ten. And at the end of the day, the rest of the I mean, the Big Twelve already kicked themselves out. The Big Ten is going to get their Ohio State Wisconsin winner. The Pac-12 is out, and the ACC is going to get Clemson. So that's what I think is going to happen. Josh, what do you think? Watch out for Cal. I'm telling you, Golden Bears. They got got brought back everybody on their offense. Their defense is stout. But Oregon's ran that conference since USC. Yeah. So, yeah, you ain't getting it. The balls of Oregon. You think seven games is enough? If you go seven and oh, you think that's enough? No. Not with Caliper. Because, I mean, they'll play. What what's the is it south over there? Pac, Pac, yeah. yeah. So they'll probably end up playing Arizona State or Cal, but they probably what are they playing them twice? No, it's all all the they're playing, playing the north, and then all the south teams are playing the south, and then the crossover is going to be the championship game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I doubt Arizona State. I I love Arizona State with Herm Edwards there, but I don't see. The South beating Oregon, but seven games is not enough to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, that's where we come in with the even if that one loss and the one loss is an SEC title game, is it enough to still beat a seven and zero Oregon team? That's what the committee is going to have to sit on. Tyler, what do you think? Well, first, I think if Oregon adds a fortieth color option, they might have a chance. <laughs> um, no. I mean, I believe there's a slightest chance, um, but my thing is you got to get Washington and Stanford. I mean, on their schedule, that seems like the hardest team they got. I mean, you know what I mean with that? Um, outside of that, I mean, they got a returning uh, returning nine defensive starters this year. So, I mean, they got it. I mean, defense wins championships in my eyes, boys. You know, that's what I played for my whole career. So, that's what I'm sticking with. Um like I said, we'll just see what they do with Washington and Stanford. But again, I like what you said there. Does the seven and Oregon team top one? You know what I mean? Does that make it to the playoffs? I, I mean, I still don't believe it does. But um, if you're those kids going out seven and senior, new and everything you could did is done, I would rest the night pretty easy. Well, you also got to put in perspective. What if COVID hit some hard? Yeah, yeah. They will be able to make up that game. Nope, no chance. Yeah, and you know as well as I do, it, it took the whole entire state of California to be convinced to let the Pac-12 even play. So that was just a shit show in and of itself. California always has the strictest rules, the damn West Coasters. I tell you what, you can't do nothing about them. Enjoy your milkshake through a paper straw. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. So we already had this dispelled uh, earlier in the ASPN ticker, but the committee voted to not move to an 18 playoff, even though the NBA, the NFL, the MLB, the NHL has all extended their playoffs. Why, why are they so opposed to an 18 playoff ball? I mean, I mean, to me this year, I think it's going to be hard enough to get two teams 
to two different sites and lock them down for a week and figure out what's going on and then play and again in another two weeks and a national championship game in this playoff format. Um, I'm still waiting on what their plan is going to be for that. Um, so this year, I think it's bad, but overall, they're waiting for the money, boys. Yeah, that's what we're playing this year. We're waiting for the money. So as soon as this contract's up, we will go to eight teams and they will get paid a massive amount of money from the networks. So we're talking the five power five and three at large, right? Right, it's still going to keep the group of five team out of right? it. Right, it's still going to leave the Boise State. It's still going to leave Absolutely. those teams that are that close. Those AAC teams like Memphis and all of them. You still don't think they would get in with an eighteen playoff? Well, I think with the eight team, they would make it one group of five. One group of five. Tyler, what are your thoughts on the whole why they won't go on to an eighteen playoff this year? Well, uh, again, Tommy is very poor. Um, it's 2020, everyone's excuse. Um, but again, it will happen. PJ's right on that. It will happen. I mean, there's money to be made and they will take every cent they can get. Um, again, just with how the year is going, no, cro- hardly any crossover play in conference play only, just stuff like that. And it's already, well, your AD's got to vote for this. This has got to vote for that. Um, okay, you wanted to do the team. Now I'm hearing about 11 chancellors have to vote as well as the committee. Um, I don't know if anyone can shed any more light on that. So I guess there's not time either for that. And uh, next year, though, or when the contract's up, done deal. Easy. Sign it. Rubber stamp it. It's done. Josh? The playoff committee is all SEC. So, I mean, why would they vote for an eight-team season? I mean, I agree with you 100%. It's not the year to do it. But eight-team, I mean, you're seeing two or three SEC teams in there. So, they're going to be playing each other once, maybe twice, maybe three times Mm -hmm. if they play in the SEC championship. Yeah. So, I mean, then – Going back to your smaller schools like Boise and Memphis, they deserve a chance. I mean, how do you look back at Boise? Yeah. How long? Yeah. What, you, Ten years ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, they beat up. They should have been in the national championship. Yeah. But UCF just a few years ago, that team was really good. One undefeated. Yeah, I don't think they would have had a chance against Alabama that year. Uh, I mean, I don't think they would have either, but they would have still they would have still felt like they would have had a chance at that point. And that's kind of what my whole feeling on the subject is. Well, I, I mean, they they did beat Auburn, so I mean, yeah. they they would have made a run for it, but Alabama's too deep, too big. And they just reload. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's pretty much the whole tent tenure of uh, Nick Saban down there is they play 22, they send 22 out and put 22 more in. I mean, it's, it's cr- unbelievably crazy how, how much talent goes through that school and the SEC really in general, honestly. Well, it's just the culture too with that, Luke, to add on to that. I mean, there's some of these kids 
at nine years old saying, I'm going to go to the University of Alabama and I'm playing football. And that's their life goal from that point forward. Yeah. There's not one kid that Nick Saban has recruited that hasn't left with a national title. Not one. That's impressive. So that's an easy that's an easy sell to recruit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, you, breed, they breed Heisman uh running backs. Except well, except Trent Richardson. We're just not gonna talk about Trent Richardson. Just, have you ever have you ever looked in Alabama's locker room? That's the most bomb ass locker room I've ever seen. If I'm some high school senior coming out, that that alone it it puts me in the program. But these universities don't make money, Tyler. Come on. Uh, I know. I know. But I mean, when just the town of Tuscaloosa yeah, make yeah. like makes over a billion dollars in revenue yeah. just through the football season, just imagine what that school's making. Yeah. They shut down a whole town. It's just the same like Morgantown. They shut down the entire town. Yep. Yep. Shut down the entire town for a football game. And we shut down a hospital parking lot so we can party all day. But we'll just wrap that up. That was a good segment, fellas. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And then we're going to go on to our punter go for it situations. All righty, we're back here, guys. We're going to go to our last segment here, our punt or go for it segment. Already our last segment. I can't believe it. But let me explain the rules here. So I'm going to read a statement out to every one of our guys here, and they're either going to punt on the situation or they're actually going to go for it and be all in on the situation. So you got it, guys? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, starting off with Tyler. Oh, boy. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here we go. Is the U back? Are you going to punt, or are you going to go for it with them? I'm going for it 100%. That's right. The U's back. So here's my thoughts. Um, I feel with the U, they got a lot to prove after that 6-7 and seven, uh, season last year. Um, it's their first losing season since 2014, uh, and that's when they had that uh, – that was FIU and Duke debacle in 19-2. They got a lot to prove off of that. Um, it don't seem like – I mean, I'm just looking at the schedule. Um, they're going to have uh, – the toughest thing they got coming up next week, next Saturday, is Clemson, at Clemson. So, I mean, I think they come out of the season looking pretty good. Uh, and also, they're returning eight starters on offense. So, that way that program's going and uh, getting that senior leadership uh, with the new you know, new guys coming in. I give them a chance. I think they're gonna. I think they're back. I mean, top 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 five in the nation. I think. Josh, is the U back? Oh, I'm rolling with the U, baby. That defense, it's hard to beat them. They're they're flying to the ball. They love to hit. Especially that linebacker, uh, number fifteen. Oh, uh, he brings the dirtiness back. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding, Paul. What do you think? Is the U back? I'm punting until next week. Yeah, yeah. Death Valley is going to be <laughs> very, very interesting matchup for this, especially with the Eric King. Uh, he changes the dynamic of that uh, Miami offense. So we'll see what they do. That force for that fast. For sure. Yeah, I love the Eric King. I like them at Houston. I'm glad he told Dana to go fuck himself, and he went. He went to the U, and you know he's the perfect fit down there right now. So, but walking into Death Valley and walking out with a W is two different things. Yeah. So we're gonna see till next week. So we're we gonna punt or go for it. Clemson is bound for another Tyler, another title, Tyler. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I just feel like Lawrence's arm. Um, we got uh, what I got here. They, they, the, they only gave up about 18 points a game. Um, I just I'm interested to see the Notre Dame uh, Notre Dame game. I think that's going to be pretty interesting. I know Luke's probably looking at me like I'm a weirdo right now. I just feel like that uh, that's their biggest chance to lose. I I believe. Paul is Clemson bound for another title? Punt. The, it's just way too early. This is way too weird of a season, and the SEC's the SEC. So I'm not just going to say, "Oh, Clemson's going to come out of there and win a national title again." So I'm punting. Josh, I'm going to have to punt. I love Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, his time has to come to an end at some point. He can't be sunshine all day. Yeah, you ain't kidding there. Next one. We're going to start with Josh. Pitt, the Fighting Panthers of Pitt, finish over 500 on the season. Are you going to punt or are you going to go for it with the Pitt Panthers? What's that quote that, that we all say? Eat shit pit. They ain't good. They they beat Louisville. That That's it. I mean, they're not good. That's it. <laughs> P, They're all, you, they eat shit. Yeah. P, what do you think? I, I mean, I'm going to go for it just because they already have three wins. So yeah. over 500 is they're already halfway there. Um, but it still doesn't make me like Pitt. You can eat shit Pitt all day. Ty, what do you think? Pitt finishes over 500 this year. Um, I will concur with eat shit Pitt. Um, yes. Again, I'm with PJ. They already got three wins. I say they go six and five, and they're losing to Miami, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, and Clemson. That's what I'm saying. Bang. Bang. Our fourth one, punting or good for it. The Notre Dame Golden Domers win the ACC title this year. Paul, what do you think? Pun it. Another, they're right one step below Pitt, and they're bullshit of, <laughs> oh, we're going to join the ACC this year because we can't find any fucking games. Fuck you, Notre Dame. No, join a conference, you bums. Josh, what do you think? The Golden Domers win the ACC this year. I mean, I'm going for it. Ooh, interesting. Hey, their their quarterback's nice. Ian Book. Ian Book. Yeah. Ian, Ian Book. I mean, they they always have big wide receivers that are hard to cover. Chase Claypool. All right, I was gonna say his name, but. Hey, uh, but I'm going to go for it. Like I said, it's time for Clips' run to be done and over with. Tyler, what do you think? Is the Golden Domer? I mean, of course, the way we were raised, I would love to see Notre Dame finally hit some type of pinnacle in my life. Um, but I just don't see it happening. Um, of course, they're buying Clemson, Miami. I'm just – I'm not seeing it. All right, last one, fellas. Punter, go for it. Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Trevor Lawrence, Chuba Hubbard, and De'Ara King all get invites to New York for the Heisman ceremony. Punt or go for it, Tyler? I will concur with all that. I mean, again, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna punt with that. I just want to see some more talent coming over the next couple weeks. Um, so I'm punting. P, what do you think? 
punt it. Chuber Hubbard is already out. Josh, what do you think? I'm going to punt it. Najee Harris, the boy's a stud. Can't leave him out. Former Alabama running back, right? He used to be in Alabama, wasn't he? Najee Harris, he's still there. Is he still there? Is he there? Okay. Yeah, it's just a quarterback award anymore, Josh. That's why I get, you know what I mean? I just get all pissed off about oh, it. Oh, I, I mean, I understand that. I mean, with all these running quarterbacks nowadays, I mean, it's hard not to give it to them. Thanks, Oklahoma. But, yeah. Yeah, you ain't kidding with the Oklahoma thing there. That's where I thought Derek King was going originally going to go. I thought he was going to go to Oklahoma and make it three straight years of Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks coming out for uh, – for the old Lincoln Riley before he goes to the NFL, right, B? After seeing that Spencer Rattler, Rattler, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that ain't going to happen for a third straight year. No. He was he was pick happy in that K-State game for sure. Everybody's like, well, he threw for 400 yards. We also had three picks. so And, and could have lead him down the field for the beat Kansas State. Correct. Right. And that's two years. Yeah, that's two years in a row, too. You lost at K State in Manhattan and then you lose at home. I mean, that's just that's just bad. That's a bad look for Lincoln Riley for sure. Hold on. So Kansas State beat Oklahoma last year. Correct. We beat Oklahoma. Well, we beat Kansas State last year. Correct. Does that mean we were better than Oklahoma last year? So the law of physics, I'm pretty sure that's how it works, right? Yeah, so facto, West Virginia is better than them. Okay, yeah, I think I could deal with that. There's no problem with that. All right, guys, that was our. Can you believe it? That was our first episode already. I like it. I like. I I I couldn't believe it. It goes fast. It it really goes fast. I liked every minute of it. You know, this week we're not doing any picks. It was all strictly just promotional stuff to get us out there to get you guys to know us. So next week when we get back on this, we're aiming for every record every Thursday to drop Friday, uh, usually in the afternoon, so you guys can get your picks in for the weekend so we can win you some money. Me and Paul just came over from the our Puckleheads podcast, our all hockey only podcast. We are twenty two ten and two, Paul. Is that what I write? Twenty one ten. Twenty one ten and two coming out of the bubble. So we are red hot with my darling Dallas Stars, P. Yep. Oh jeez. My darlings. That's when you play taps. <laughs> but anyway, so I definitely want to get all of us to sign off real quick. So, Tyler, why don't you give them your Twitter handle and a little sign off for us, please? All right. Again, I'm just Tyler. I'm going to be running at Blue Lot Boys on Twitter. Um, if you also uh, want some more content, I'm on uh, at Cigars Our Life 56. Back at Blue. Yeah, Josh, why don't you uh, give him your Twitter handle and give him a little sign-off for him. All right. You can follow me at, at Josh underscore mess in with you. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, Josh. I mean. <laughs> I mean that, that's a long Twitter handle. You you're right. That? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're going to have to post that for sure. Yeah. So our friends in Latvia can see it, right, P? Right. <laughs> hey, why don't you give him your sign off and give him your Twitter handle and let's roll. Yeah, I'm just Paul at Steel Curtain PEH. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, you can also find, uh, I usually drop weekly gambling picks on uh, bluecollarmg.com and make sure to give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
um, and their website, bluecollarmg.com. Okay, first of all, we're not just going to skip past that like <laughs> somebody didn't fart in the fucking background. Okay, that's disgusting, first of all. And I called Doorknob, so whoever did it, I'm going to smack you right in the face when I see you next. Hopefully it wasn't Josh. I, so. I, I pulled the old Willie Cologne on the bar stool break. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, so I'm Jess Luke. You can follow me at Hearts on Hockey. Start some shit, talk some shit. Twitter's kind of lawless anymore anyways. So let's hit that John Dever and let's get out of here, boys. L, by the way, eat shit pit. Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze, country road.